Today's episode is being sponsored by the La Paz Diner. Kenny, why don't you tell me something about the La Paz Diner? Oh, I certainly will. Their hours, Sunday and Monday, are 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And Tuesday through Friday, they're open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. And Saturday, they're open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Joe, why don't you tell us something else about it? Well, every single day of the week, they have a special running. Like tacos on Tuesday, uh, all-you-can-eat pancakes on Saturday mornings, and a whole bunch other. Aiden? Huge uh, shout-out and thanks to the La Paz Diner for sponsoring us here at the Lugnuts Podcast Group. We hope you enjoy today's podcast, and have a good day. Welcome to the Lugnuts Podcast. It's what the Bible says. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. We're episode 27. To my left, I have Nick. Guten Tag. <laughs> to my right, I have Joe. <laughs> My front right is Aiden. <laughs> Hola, senor. Front and right. front left is Pastor Steve. He's been practicing that. I've been Please practicing tell that. me you're keeping that opening in. Yeah, I don't cut anything for these. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I I, uh, I muted him. I know you did. <laughs> I muted him a little bit ago. Well, because we needed a nice little blank spot so we could cut it. And then... <laughs> That'd but I think fine. we're going to put the whole thing in, so yeah, it doesn't probably. matter. Yeah, probably. Thanks. It's nice okay. to know I'm being manipulated now. <laughs> we'll just cut yeah, out whatever. Steve, I can control everything you say right here. <laughs> manipulation and cheesy. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking of manipulation. Oh, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, that's right. I figure we're picking up from last episode, right? So, Nick, for those who didn't listen to episode 26, tell them what they missed real quick in a nutshell. Uncomfortable topics. And why they need to go back and listen to that. Because you should. God will use it. <laughs> to make you uncomfortable. You to make should. you uncomfortable. Because no. you should. Because we are uncomfortable with the fact that you didn't listen to 26 before coming to 27. Yes. Right. That's oh. actually a fair point. Go back to where you belong. <laughs> so. Go back to episode one. <laughs> yeah, that's a wow. good point. You should binge if you can. Wow. If you have Go to jail if, directly if to jail. If you've just been skipping Pasco, through and just listening to random episodes, go back to episode one. Listen to the rather terrible quality and then listen to it get better. All right. Nice. <laughs> well, 27 is not going to make a whole lot of sense unless you listen to 26. That's so what uh, exactly. that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, in 26, we talked about uncomfortable topics, how, uh, why the culture is not really crazy about the message that we have and how we can get our eyes off of Christ. And things can just go out of focus. And so now we want to talk about, well, how do we get our focus Back. What does that look like? And so we're in Hebrews chapter 12, uh, verse 1. And stop and think about, all right, so just tell me, and again, I haven't prepped these, I haven't given these guys any prep at all, so we're just kind of shooting from the hip here. We're going to talk about Jesus being on the cross here in a little bit, okay? And so this is a passage that says, if you are being crucified, unjustly do you think it would be easy to lose your focus in what way let's just think think about when you are just being unjust you don't have to be crucified you just when you are going wait a minute i'm getting the raw deal here you know how, how do you begin to lose your focus where does that go you start to think 
<clears throat> more about yourself rather than thinking of others. Okay. It becomes very, very self inward directed as far as your focus is concerned. What else? Anything else? You're getting the raw deal. It's easy to lose focus because your focus turns to fixing the situation. Right. Right. You know, and, and again, remember when, when they're in the garden and the soldiers all come and Peter gets out his sword and, and, he, and he takes out, you know, takes that ear. I always thought it was interesting. Got the guy's ear, by the way. And what did Jesus say to him at that point in time? Because it goes along with what you're just talking about. What do you, what do you tell the guy? Didn't he like rebuke him? Yeah. He says, dude, put your sword away. He probably didn't say dude. Dude, yo, my homie Peter. Put that sword away. <laughs> put, put that sword away. And in the next breath, he said, "If I needed to, I could call down a legion of angels. I don't really need your help. I don't really need to fix this because what I'm really doing is I'm focused on the fact that if you take and we get away from what I'm." You know what I'm supposed to be doing? That's go to the cross. We've kind of messed it up for everybody. And so I think you guys are right. You focus. You become pretty inward driven. You try to fix stuff that's not really there. But now, does that mean, Kenny, that you should just stay in a position of of uncomfortableness and agony and and, and misery? No. Okay. Why not? Because <clears throat> sometimes you have to go through the okay the so, hard times in order to get. All right. So it's easy to lose our focus when life is hard. And and again, and I'm not saying that 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 you know to stay laser on task um is is easy. It's not. But I want you to guys to see that this is a passage that talks about Jesus and what are we to do as far as trying to stay focused on whatever task that God has for us. All right. So, Josiah, I'll let you read uh, chapter 12 uh, verse one for me, please. <clears throat> Therefore, since we have also such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us. Okay, so it talks about the fact that the first thing we need to do is throw off everything that hinders. Throw off everything that hinders, because what does sin do? In that next, in that next phrase, what does sin do? Ensnare ensnares all right have you guys ever been out in the woods and you ran into a patch of briars and you foolishly thought that you could get through them mm -hmm. and you either got through that well uh, th all right, i'll let you guys play here what's the result of you get yourself in the midst of, of, of uh, what are some possible outcomes of being in the midst of a briar patch lots and <coughs> lots of cuts lots and lots of cuts okay what else you're stuck. You're stuck. <laughs> right. You get in the middle, and a lot of times you, you how how you got to get into the middle, and then you realize what I'm like. There's you know I might as well just keep on going because it's just as far back as it is to go forward. <coughs> what else happens? Well, if you push your way all the way through it, it's way harder than it would have been just right. to go around it. Right. And so the Bible says that sin entangles us but it doesn't say it entangles us what's the word right in front of entangle what do you guys see easily 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 sin easily because sin the bible says for a season is pleasurable now many times 
you know, you take a look at sin and you go, oh, that looks pretty good. And even, you know, going out, getting drunk, getting high, looking at porn, whatever, initially, oh, that's pretty pleasurable. But after a while, what does it do? It just ensnares you. And so when I'm ensnared, I'm in the midst of that briar patch. Aiden, how easy is it to stay focused on why you're in the woods? <clears throat> yeah, what are you thinking about? My, well, it depends on what I was up to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so, so you're in the midst of, of, of this briar patch, and, and what happens to your focus at that point in time? What are you focused on? Getting out of the briars. Getting out of the briars, you know? Now you've got you've lost your focus as far as what your mission is, and that's what I'm talking about here. Sin easily entangles us. Sin gets us off track. Sin gets us away from the focus, and it's not that it's <clears throat> hard to sin. It's very easy. As a matter of fact, it's, it's very, very tempting. And so what does the writer of Hebrews right before us tell us what to do when we think about trying to get our focus here what's he tell us to do set it aside yeah throw it off get rid of it get rid of it if you know there's something that's going to ensnare you if you know there's something that's going to get your focus and you say but that's so simple that's i know something a revolutionary new truth the problem is is that we're not doing what we need to do with the elementary truths mm. And so what he's saying here is that if you know that this is something that's going to be bad for you and it's going to ensnare you, it's going, you're going to lose your focus, then don't go there. And I know it sounds kind of like, oh, duh. But how many times do we just walk into stuff that we know <laughs> is not good for us? And, and, and that's where we go. So that's the first thing. You know, We've got to throw off the things that hinder us but then we've got to say the second part of that is then let us run with endurance endurance perseverance kenny what do you think of when you think of the word perseverance endurance what's a what's an example of something <clears throat> like if you're running a race and you're like super tired and you just want to stop but you keep going knowing that you know at the finish line you can just rest mm -hmm. and drink water <laughs> and, and push on through yeah and push on through stay focused i don't know if you guys know i didn't announce it to the entire congregation because i didn't want people out there but out in the north parking lot there's the four cones i don't know if you guys noticed the farthest cone is out of out, it's not in line with all the other cones and the reason that is there's a kill deer that had four eggs there and one day I was out, and and I just parked my car over there, and I didn't realize they were there, and the killdeer are just running all over like crazy. Because what they're trying to do, if you, if you ever guys watch this, they will try to pretend like they're hurt, so you'll come chase them away from the uh, away from the nest. It's pretty cool. So a couple of weeks ago, the eggs are still there, and this is where I'm talking about the perseverance of this killdeer. I pulled up in my car, and I wasn't going to run it over. I just wanted to see, and the killdeer looked me down. Spread its wings out and looked me down. And I'm going, okay, that's focused. That's like something willing, because all I had to do was gun it, and that killdeer was dead. <laughs> You're gone. <coughs> Jack around with me, you know. You're a killdeer. 
But my point was is that there was an endurance, there was a perseverance, there was a focus that said that's something worth dying for. And I think that's what we got to take a look at. That's how focused we are. And what what hinders us from staying that focused? What are some of the things going on in your world right now that you would say keep me from being as laser focused as I ought to be? And th- and again, they're not bad things here. Work, work, work. I, I don't know how many people I know. They're just tired all the time. People are just they're just tired all the time. And some reason they don't why they don't come to church on Sunday is because I'm tired. I just need to get some rest. All right, what else? What are some other things that keep us from being laser focused. <clears throat> Work. Probably all the news stories that we have. Okay. All like the things. Everything that's going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to get distracted. It's easy to live in fear, you know, as far as, you know, the gas prices and and no water in California, no baby formula, and just blah, 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 and on, on, down, on down the line. And so the, the guy, the, the author of Hebrews says, we've got to throw out the things that easily entangle us, and we've got to run with perseverance the race that's marked out for us. And what does that phrase marked out for us mean to you, Aiden, when you, th- when you hear that phrase? The race is marked out for us. God has a plan. Yeah, that's the focus. And you stop and think about if you're running across country, do they just, uh, everybody, Go. Everyone just goes their own way, you know. Go run two miles (laughs) and come back. (laughs) No, what's the the course is marked out. As a matter of fact, if you get to the red flag, I don't know what it is. You go right, get the green flag, go left. Get to the orange flag, go straight. And whatever, there is a course marked out in that situation. And that's it. That's there to keep you on track. So the author, Hebrews, says get rid of the things that hinder you because that's going to keep you from being focused and run with perseverance, and I've already marked out the race for you. So can we ever say, well, I didn't know what God wanted for me to that? <laughs> no. <laughs> but do, do we say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, what, what is going on here? All right. So then it goes on, and this is where we get to the focus. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Jesus. On Jesus. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. And again, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? But that's the deal, how we get our eyes off of Christ. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. Now look at this next phrase. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross. Now just talk to me a little bit about the word joy and the cross (laughs) in the same phrase. How can there be joy in the cross? What are you guys thinking? In the sense of he knows that he is redeeming the people he created Mm -hmm. and he had to endure it see if he doesn't have a purpose for what's going on at the end that he's worth he's willing to die for will any of us endure anything no we're not we're going to give up on it at all and so it says let us fix our eyes on jesus keep that focus there he's the author and perfecter of our faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross scorning its shame and he sat down at the right-hand throne of the Father. All right, verse 3, and we're going to be done. Aiden, you want to read verse 3 for me? Chapter 12, verse 3. Yep. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, so that you won't grow weary and give up. Okay, what's the word consider mean there? Any idea? It says consider him. 
What do you, what do you do when I say I want you really to consider this? Am I just saying eh, whatever? If I say to you, Kenny, I want you to consider, you know, what your next job's going to be or what that's going to look like. What am I asking you to do? Focus on it. Focus and take it a little more seriously. Okay, this isn't just something like eh, whatever. You know, and so what the Bible says is I want you to consider Him, and the idea here is that sometimes we're just not probably not taking Jesus maybe as seriously as what we ought to. And, and that we're losing our focus there because I guess, and, and I guess the words here that I have circled in my Bible is we persevere, fix our eyes on Jesus, and consider him. What's the last phrase there in verse 3? What will happen? You will not grow weary and lose heart. And that's the whole idea. Why do people grow weary and lose heart? The answer is? They lost focus. Lose their focus. They get tangled up and all the mess and everything else like that. And so how do we, when we wrap this up, how do we stay focused as far as uh, the Lord is concerned? What does that have to be? Praying. Praying, what else? In the Word, what else? Scripture memory, mm. what else? Fellowship. Fellowship with other believers. Okay, and again, it's not anything revolutionary, but let's stop and think about over the past couple of days how much praying have i done how much have i been in the word how much scripture memory have i done you guys do the fellowship well quite well around here by the way came here last night and you guys are ready to blow up the world again with the with the computers i appreciate that so you can always count on us but just staying focused in that that way and so verse or uh, not verse but um episode 26 uncomfortable when we get our eyes off of Jesus, life can become pretty blurry, pretty fuzzy. And the way we get back is we, th- you know, we take a look at Hebrews chapter 12 here and say we consider him and we keep our eyes on him and he will help us not to grow weary and lose heart. Mm. Final comments, anybody? Amen. Amen on that one. So, hey, it's been good to be with you guys. Um, we're hoping that this one recorded. <laughs> and... Uh, we're uh, good to be with you guys. So, hey, this is uh, for uh, Nick, Kenny, Joe, Aiden, Pastor Steve. Don't forget, Jesus loves you and so do we. Hey, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group. Thanks for listening, and remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.